0: Welcome to the Real Talk, Real Sports podcast. I'm Ram, and today I'm joined by Sahej. Hello, Sahej.
1: What's going on, Ram? It's been a while, but I'm really happy to be back here again.
0: Absolutely. Great to see you too, man. What a great week of NFL football we have coming up. We had a lot of exciting games last week, and we have you know, a few good games to look forward to this week, but I think we have to start the show with a trade that broke the headlines a few days ago and that is Christian McCaffrey being traded to San Francisco 49ers for four draft picks. So Hedge as a 49er fans what is your first reaction to this trade?
1: Rom, I have to tell you I absolutely love this trade for the 49ers. Uh, I do think it's also a good uh, trade for the Panthers. We'll just quickly touch on them getting back four you know pretty high valued picks. Um, in my personal opinion though I think the 49ers are in a win now mode and picks are you know, not of the utmost importance. I also kind of have a general philosophy that picks are very, very overrated, very few percentage of them pan out. So I don't mind the front office and Kyle Shanahan kind of mortgaging the future a little bit to win now with CMC, Jimmy G, Debo, Kittle, and Trent Williams. I like to see it.
0: That, that totally makes sense, Hedge, but my question mark is, you know, you have McCaffrey, you have Kittle, you have Debo, you have a great offensive line, but as your most important question, I'm sorry, your most important position, you have a question, Mark, and that's Jimmy Garoppolo. Do you have faith in Jimmy G taking this team to the promised land this year?
1: That's a great question. So with Jimmy G, you're going to get ups and you're going to get downs. We saw a you know, down last week with, uh, with the Falcons, and he's also seen some really, really great games, like such with the Rams. But at the current state, the 49ers QB situation is what it is. So um, Trey honestly wouldn't have uh, brought us you know, too much further than Jimmy G would. Jimmy G's a great game manager. He's proven time and time again in the past that he can bring us to great heights, as we've seen in the past NFC Championship game, as we saw in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. And this is probably the most loaded that the offense has ever been around Jimmy G. So while Jimmy G is obviously a huge question mark, what else can you do? This is a great offense that we're putting around him.
0: Yeah, and it's my quick thoughts on this trade, really. I think it is a good trade for the 49ers because the NFC has proven to be a little weak this year, especially with only the Eagles being the only dominating team. Um, the buccaneers like everyone had high expectations for them but they haven't been uh, as strong of a team as we thought so the, there is a window for the 49ers to take advantage the only concern i do have here <coughs> is actually a few concerns mccaffrey's health is he going to be able to stay healthy come playoff time and also that's a lot of picks going for running back you know as we see in the league running backs are you know not exactly you know, durable, and they're not really worth those high draft picks. You give up a second rounder, a third rounder, a fourth rounder, and a fifth rounder. That seems to be a little too much. But you know what? We will see. We will see how it goes and pans out this season. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, Christian McCaffrey is actually scheduled to play tomorrow. Actually, today, uh, today morning, and uh, against the Kansas City Chiefs. So this is probably the game of the week. Uh, Two strong teams, two teams that are, are contenders for the championship uh, Sahej, who do you have uh, you know, winning this game between the Chiefs and the 49ers?
1: Yeah, um, great question. So I got to tell you, I got the Niners upsetting the Chiefs at home uh, during this game. Levi Stadium is a great place for the 49ers to play. The home crowd's going to be loud. Uh, I think having CMC there is just going to be a very big uh, morale boost for the team, especially coming off that rough Falcons loss last week. Um, We're getting Trent Williams back, which is also, you know, going to be great for our offensive line. Obviously still missing a Jimmy Ward with that hand, but Niners are slowly and slowly getting more healthy. The offensive line is going to be very strong for Debo, and as we know, the Chiefs' defense is, uh, you know, quite penetrable at times. So I think the 49ers' defense is going to remind everyone why they're the best defense of the league after that, uh, you know, poor showing against the Falcons last week, and I think you're going to see a Niners win.
0: Okay, yeah, no, for sure. And I personally think the Chiefs are going to win this game, primarily because, Kind of the same reason you said, hedge. The Chiefs lost a tough one against the Buffalo Bills. I really do not see them losing two games in a row. Uh, you know they, they have Patrick Mahomes. You, know, you can never count him out. But I really do think he's going to put on a show this week, particularly because he did throw that game losing interception in the fourth quarter against the Bills, and he also threw that uh, end, end zone interception in the first quarter. So I do think it's more of a redeem time for him. But he is going against a very tough defense in the Niners, so it will be a little bit of a tough game for him. So, uh, you know, we have a mid, midway special guest by Erin Suh, she wants to add her insight. So let's see what Erin has to say. Erin, what do you have to say?
2: So personally, you guys know I'm not a Chiefs fan. Um, I think you know the new running back Christian
0: McCaffrey, um, will be given you know a lot of new plays, and it might take his team like a week to get up to speed. You know, more practice for these new plays. But I have strong faith in them that they'll go strong against the 49 49- against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, for for the 49ers, I, I think it's all about defense for them. You know, they're ranked number one in total yards right now. Um, and it's going to be put to the test against, you know, the Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes and their high-octane offense. No, absolutely. I couldn't have said it better. I mean, they're, they're number one team of defense in yards allowed, and I think they're number two against the pass, number two against the rush. So they have, you know, very much uh, you know, a great defensive chance to stop Patrick Mahomes. Um, yeah, so now to our next segment covering what do you think will be the biggest upset of the week? There are a lot of games where there seems to be a clear advantage, but we do sense a few upsets out there. So, Sahej, what is your upset of the week?
1: Yeah, Ram, so my upset of the week is I got the Seahawks beating the Chargers. Um, Chargers are playing at home, which is why this is a pretty controversial decision. I'm very honestly, you know, very fond of what I've seen from Geno Smith in these past six games. I think uh, you could even argue that the Seahawks are better off with him than, uh, than uh, they would have been with Russ at quarterback. So I think we're going to see the Geno Smith show being put on uh, in Los Angeles. Um, Austin Eckler has been a little bit slow in his production in the past six games. And uh, the Chargers' core receivers, such as Joshua Palmer and Keenan Allen, are either out or they're questionable with, you know, some hamstring injuries. So I think we're going to see that high octane Seattle, very entertaining offense, really, you know, be put to the test, and they're going to thrive against a, a relatively weak
0: Chargers D. Absolutely. That's definitely a game I'm looking forward to, especially because I'm actually starting Geno Smith as my quarterback this week for fantasy. So hopefully he does come through for me. Now, my upset of the week. This might be more of a salty pick, but... I am predicting the Jacksonville Jaguars to beat the New York Football Giants this week. The Giants are frauds, let's be real. They, this is a team that is one of the weakest 5 and 1 teams we have ever seen in history. Uh, you know, they don't have a strong quarterback. Their receivers are not great. Their defense is strong, you know, they, they compete hard, but they're not, you know, there's no top-tier defensive players on that team. Um, it's just an offensive line. The offensive line is got awful in the past. So I do not understand how they are 5 and 1. But I think Jacksonville might be able to upset them. You know, we are looking for that breakout game for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars rookie, Trayvon Walker. You know, he got drafted number one overall. We haven't heard his name much this season. And I think a game against the New York Giants, where the Giants are riding a very hot hand, this is a great time for him to come out and just beat the Giants, beat Daniel Jones, because that offensive line will give him opportunities to take advantage. So I do think the Jaguars have a solid shot against the New York Giants. And uh, with also Jacksonville playing at home, so... I'm very much looking forward to watching this game. Um, so yeah, uh, we actually have another special guest, in Arnav Dom. He, he wants to also add a little bit of his analysis. Arnav, what what do you have to add to this podcast?
2: Yeah, thanks, Ram, for having me. Uh, two things. One, about uh, uh, I would say I disagree a bit on your take about the Giants being fraudulent. I think that we've established ourselves having a strong run game and. Daniel Jones, while he's not doing anything crazy, definitely isn't doing anything wrong for us. He doesn't turn the ball over. And Brian Dable, Wink Martindale have great game plans. So I have faith in the Giants to pull it out. But my hot take, or unpopular opinion of this week, will be the Falcons beating the Bengals. I really liked what I saw out of the Falcons last week against the Niners. Just completely took control of the game. And I think the Falcons' rushing attack is not something not to be slept on. And the Bengals this season, I mean, let's be real, they don't look like a Super Bowl contending team at all like they did in the playoffs last year. So I'm really worried for Joe Burrow. I think if the Falcons' defense can keep the Bengals off the field, they have a lot of uh, opportunities to have a good good score this game. So I'm looking forward to that game as well.
0: Absolutely. And, you know, that's a good game to keep an eye on. Um, but, yeah. Those are the games and the different analysis that we think might be plausible this weekend. Let's see what happens. But thank you for joining Real Talk, Real Sports Podcast. We will catch you later on the next episode.